please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, this is Treasy. This is Corey. Martin the Mailman. And I'm Lazy. Yes, yes, and we are the Kind of Movie Critics podcast, and um... We're here, man. Feeling good. I'm feeling good today, at least. You know, somebody had to. We had a young guest inside the studio, and she asked how I was feeling, and I had to really dig in and say I, I'm actually feeling really good today. I think I'm all the way present today and ready for this conversation. So I'm always ready for this conversation. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised, man. I'd be mentally drained trying to like maneuver Tweaked the board. So yeah. Your voice sounds better than everybody so else. Right. So sometimes I get like mentally incapacitated because it's. Possibly something like that. Yeah, you know, I'm not always ready for the debate. Tis why Leezy is always coming at me, trying to jab me, Floyd Mayweather style, but I'm always blocking it. And today I'm ready, man. I'm like Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, early 90s Mike today. That sounds a whole lot like you want to hit me, and that makes me nervous. That. Okay, I can see your point. You know, there. like I don't want to hit you. Boxing is my thing, right? So you can say Floyd. Floyd's like a defensive fighter, but like Mike oh. is not. Mike knocks Mike is out. aggressive. Yeah. Okay, I'm not that aggressive. And apparently, not. Mike beat women too, right? So I, there I, you go. I, I so that's what I'm there. feeling. That's what I'm feeling <laughs> like. <laughs> that's the iron Mike there. I'm feeling like. I thought that's where I thought that's where you were going. That you were going with. No, that's not where I was going. Woman beating thing. I wasn't. That's not where I was going. But now that you mention it, I think that's where I want to be right now. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm far from a domestic violence abuser. We'll start calling offender. Dom B. Treasy. Who? Dom who? What? Treasy? Dom B. Treasy. Dom B. Treasy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Lord, please don't do that to me. So the Oscar nominations came out, and um, I gotta say, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with the spread. I am too. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy with the the representation mm-hmm. of variety of types of films. All right. I have to agree with that. Um. I'm happy about the variety. I'm happy about the diversity racially, obviously, as well as like um, the types of films that are getting recognized um, for genre as far as what Corey was saying. I'm I'm pleased. I'm curious as why nine movies. Didn't it used to be four or five back in the day? Is it all, what, it has, it's been fun? like a large number for a while, but yeah, I think they just keep going like, well, this shit kinda, was dope and this shit was dope. Yeah, this shit well, was dope. we're going to throw it in there. Like, yeah. It gets a little overwhelming. Like, a nine movie. I got to pick nine from nine films. That's true. Well, well, That's I find a lot it, of screeners. Well, for best picture in, in that regard. Yeah. I kind of find it funny because, you know, our 2016 best worst movies episodes, I think we, make a, we made a proclamation that 2016 was like a shitty year for movies. And then, you know, and then I'm looking at all these pictures and I'm like, oh. Oh, but these are the was... only good movies in 2016. <laughs> Some of these are kind of wishy-washy because yeah. they made the worst lists. So. Well, well, in terms of best picture, I mean, hell or high water, I just don't, I don't, I don't think, clearly I didn't see the same movie everybody else saw for best picture. But, you know, this has prompted me to give it a second chance. I'm pretty sure I thought it was shitty. Um, but seeing it as a best picture contender it is making me wonder like did i see the same movie or was i like in my right mind when i was watching it i don't know it's making me second guess myself a little bit i'm just extremely happy for moonlight i think that that's a big accomplishment for uh i don't know if it was was it made independently or Mm -hmm. it was completely and then bought Mm -hmm. you know for independent film for low budget filmmaking lower budget filmmaking i'm i'm very impressed with the ability to come out 
swinging. Agreed. Because uh, that's that's awesome. Yeah, agreed. I'm I'm very happy to see that movie up there. Same. Mm. I I was really excited to see Moonlight, and I'm glad that it's gotten the exposure that it's gotten, especially because of the subject matter. I hadn't joined the podcast yet when you had like your little mini discussion about it, and then I was telling Treasy later like, oh, you should have talked about this, and you should have talked about this. Right, she was. But I re I really enjoyed Mahershala Ali's character in that movie, and I think that that is a side of like black love and intimacy that isn't often showcased on that level in cinema so the fact that that's getting recognized like makes me really excited yeah what was your favorite part of the three parts of it did you have a favorite piece of it that you the first part when he was when he was little my favorite scene is is the scene that most people say they like when when he's when juan is teaching little how to swim yeah right yeah no that that is like my favorite favorite scene and i think like intimacy and love between black men in that way is something that is missing from screen so and it's just something simple it's a life skill that he's teaching him it's great i'm here for it right no that is amazing man um and and it's funny man because i I, you know in the black culture i don't think like swimming is something that's sort of you know accentualized you know it's like basketball throwing the football baseball Well, interestingly enough that's the stereotype that black people can't swim Right, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what made it like interesting to me. It was I want to know though is in the Miami area though is that still because it's a it's a ocean oriented town. Right. Well, so is that still a stereotype down there? Yes. Do people do people learn how to swim all the time? So, in Miami? That's a good question. So part, I mean, I'm sure you you remember as part of the film, the Mahershala Ali's character Juan is actually not African American. He's Cuban. He's Cuban. Yeah, Cuban. So that's not African. a that's not a stigma yeah. with like Afro Latino people. Mm-hmm. It's an African American thing, and historically, mm-hmm. it goes back to Black people not having access to beaches and pools, and yeah. we did not learn how to swim, so we can't teach each other how to swim. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of Black people do not know how to swim. There's actually programs. Um, there's a local program mm-hmm. called Raps. I'll plug them. Really awesome people swimming that exist for the sole purpose of teaching black kids to swim you can obviously go if you're white and it's very inexpensive to do donate to them they're great find hey, my Facebook. Raps. um but that's the reason and that is not necessarily a challenge in somewhere like cuba mm-hmm. because they don't they don't have the same level of segregation yeah. based on skin color so well yeah and then let um oliver stone tell it you know when he wrote Scarface, I guess we're all there. All the Cubans are swimming to America. <laughs> right, right. I just had to throw that in there. I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I heard Danny Garcia say that. Not that Danny Garcia, his father, the boxer. He, yeah, was, yeah, saying, he was like, I never met a Puerto Rican that couldn't swim. <laughs> Real talk. So, yeah. It's, it, it, that's not really a thing outside of African-American culture. I'm pretty sure plenty of African people can swim, too. Right. Dope, man. Martin, where you at, man? You haven't said much. Okay, so I, I have a question for you guys. If you could take one uh picture out what would you take hell or high water no questions well out of the ones that i've seen hell or high water of the ones i've seen none but because there's a i haven't seen about half of the list but i don't know hacksaw ridge looked like didn't look that good to (laughs) me (laughs) hacksaw ridge just didn't look like a good maybe it is a good film but it didn't look like a good film okay like there's great like war scenes and stuff like that the um and andrew garfield's performances i but I think it's really one of those like 
every time a war film comes out, they gotta get like an Oscar or something. If it's if if it's before like hmm. maybe two thousand, mm-hmm. if it's a war film that comes out and it's halfway decent, it gotta get like a nomination. Well, see, that's funny. I thought it was a Mel Gibson thing. It seems like, <laughs> Mel, you know, for real, Mel Gibson and Clint Eastwood to me, they love are, to like they, just give them whatever. Yeah, it seems like they just always weasel their way. Not weasel because they do make you know good products sometimes, but yeah. they always seem to make their way into the Academy somehow. I well, I mean, I like. I like I actually liked Apocalypto and like when I, I watched did. Passion I of Christ the first time. So right. I mean he's a de- he's a skilled director. No, definitely. he is. Axel just but didn't yeah, look that good. It just didn't look <laughs> like all his other films looked good. See that I mean, it didn't bother me. I mean, it, it, especially because I think it came out. It was coming around out around the same time that uh, the Ang Lee one came out. Mm-hmm. The halftime. Halftime oh, yeah. moment movie, so you know, out of the two, I was like, "Well, no, Hacksaw Ridge definitely looks like something that's a little bit more visceral and something that I'd prefer to see." Um, but it didn't, it didn't bother me from from what I saw. It didn't seem like it wasn't. I like, I like the premise. You know, this guy goes to war and he's anti guns and all this stuff. You know, yeah, you know, it's based on a true story, right? Yeah, oh, okay. well, yeah, yeah, of course. But I'm, I'm just saying, like that whole story yeah. is pretty interesting to me, and I, I would like to see. I would like to see that, just that dynamic of somebody goes to war and it's, you know, and they don't have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a question for you, though, Martin, Um, just to answer your question, though. I'm I'm with Corey. Like, I haven't seen all of these, but of the ones that I have seen, I wouldn't take them any of them away. Um, Have you seen all of them? I know you probably watch movies Um, the most out of all of us. Okay, so I haven't seen Fences. I haven't seen (laughs) Lion. And those are the only ones I haven't seen. I I will rebuttal. Now that looking at the list again, I like La La Land. You don't, don't think it was Oscar? I don't think, think, like, think like, that's best picture. Globes at one, I was like, uh, I don't fourteen know. nominations. I was like, it wasn't. It wasn't that damn good to me. <laughs> well, it, like, it just wasn't that yeah. damn good. I think it was a weak year, though. I think, yeah. like, with a lot of these movies, I see, I, I'm like, yeah, it got in because it's kind of a weak year. Well, I think you're making Corey's case um, that 2016 was like a, a crappy year movie. For movies. Yeah, yeah, it was sucked. Good. But yeah, I see. I saw some good movies this last year, but. I guess when you look down at it, like in front of your face, it's, it kind of was kind of weak. Mm-hmm. See, for me, out of the ones that I saw, man, I would have a really hard time picking between Arrival and Moon. Like, even though Arrival was my clear favorite, that was my like hands down favorite film this year. I really liked Moon. I really did enjoy Moonlight. So it's hard, it's kind of hard for me to root for either one of the. It other. is one of the first times. There's not a clear winner for me either. Yeah. I, I, if Arrival wins, I'll be very happy. If Moonlight wins, I'll be just as happy. Same. Right. I, I really liked Fences. Obviously, that was my, my favorite film of last year. I really liked Arrival. I really liked Moonlight. I'd still be happy if Hidden Figures wins, which is more because of the subject matter. Confession, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go see it. Right. But because of the subject matter and what it's featuring, like I'm not ever going to be mad at it winning. So. Right, right. And I've yeah, heard I'm, good things. Yeah, I I'll be honest. Like, I don't think there was anything in Hidden Figures I was like, that deserves an Oscar. Damn. I mean, it's a good movie and it's a really good story, but it was nothing where I was like, it blew me away. Like, I mean, maybe Octavia Spencer, but for the most part, I never really saw anything that was like, this is amazing. This deserves to get an Oscar. Sometimes that picture. happens during Oscar season. It's like the subject matter is such a feel-good subject matter mm-hmm. that it gets nominated i'm kind of like was it really a good film though right like was it structurally and well presented well, or was it just a way, good thing to make a movie about i, I kind of felt that way about spotlight because i was like it's a really really good story but i don't know if like everything came together mm-hmm. came together like it should have to make best picture like it did last year See, i really enjoyed spotlight 
I, I truly enjoyed Spot, but I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't know because if the movie makes you feel good, isn't that isn't that what the movie's for? So I get it. You guys make films. I'm not the filmmaker, so I'm the consumer. You know, on the panel. But if I walk away from the movie feeling great about what I saw, then it's not executed poorly. I'm I I don't think that. I mean, you know, you I guys. I mean, All Dogs Go to Heaven made me feel kind of good. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's so an good. animated film. Yeah. Those don't usually. <laughs> well, I mean, there's been other uh, Free Willy. You know, uh, like dummy, dummy. Free Willy yeah. is not is not good. Right. I was happy that Willy got free. Like, but he, jumped but over he the didn't. Rocks, Keiko so. never. That was animatronics, See, and he never it's, well, left. It's it's he died. Sub, it's subjective. Your happiness <laughs> is subjective. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. I mean, I feel you, but that's a kid movie. I don't think any adults watch. We were children, and you're younger than me, so I know you watched that, and you were like, "Yay!" But I don't yeah. think any adults watched Free Willy and felt that way. I, I know plenty of adults who watched Hidden Figures. Hand up, maybe <laughs> belly stroke. It was a robot. Somebody put that on their demo reel. (laughs) (laughs) So just to give the quick rundown of all the movies for anybody who hasn't seen the list that were uh, Best Picture, nominated Best Picture, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, which is a piece of shit, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Apparently no movies were made after the letter M, if this is <laughs> if this is uh, an alphabetical order, so um, yeah, man, I yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up. So so from there, I guess the next big categories are the actors and actresses, right? Leading roles, right? Sure. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, so okay, so this year, 2017 Oscar nomination for. Best actor in a leading role. We have Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling for La La Land, Vigo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, and Denzel for Fences. And the winner is. Who do we want to win? Oh, man. I've only seen one movie on the list. I've only seen one movie on the list, too. I haven't seen any of them. You haven't seen any of them? I haven't seen it. I'm like. I I started watching. Ooh, that kind of that kind of just lets me know that. Ooh, I can't even say that because that just incriminates me. But I'm like 20 minutes through fences, so I guess read between the lines. <laughs> keep keep watching it. Like this, there's um there's oh. several reveals in it, and it's really good. Well, no, no, no. I'm I'm only I'm only that far into it because you know I have a daughter and she gets out of control sometimes. And, and I understand. I, I understand. Yeah. So it's not because I don't want to watch it. I'm very interested. I'm very interested in watching that. And I think the only thing on that list that I just pr- probably really don't give a shit about is Captain Fantastic. Um, I, I couldn't know what that is. I, I, I don't even. Say, I really I wanted tell you to see that movie, that but I, I never got around to seeing it because I love Viggo Mortensen. It's it's basically. I think you would like it because it's a movie about like a dad who's kind of like a survivalist and like raises like eight kids or something in the middle of nowhere, and then they leave the house and they have to go and like operate in the real the real world or whatnot. Oh, really? Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Oh, holy shit! I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, no, the premise sounds pretty decent. I mean, Vigo's done some pretty decent things. I think the the role I probably liked him in the best. He had a small role in um in Carlito's way. Oh, <laughs> he was, he was La Ling. Wow. Yeah, he was. He was wearing a wire. He was fucking La Ling. Yeah, he was like, ah, man, cocksucker, go ahead and kill me, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, that that's like probably the 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 most. Um, that's probably the best role that I mean he does good, but he you know, that's the role that really sticks out to me that he really did something different. But every you know, everybody else here, man, I, I couldn't tell you who uh, that's a hard I mean, if we're letting the 
Golden Globes being the indication, I'm pretty sure Ryan Gosling's walking away with this one. I'll be, I don't I, think he should. I don't think he should either. Yeah. It's just, it's just not that good. Like it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a, it's Ryan Gosling being Ryan Gosling. Right. Like, I, based on Buzz, I feel like it's gonna be Casey or Denzel. Just a, the buzz of their movies and their role. Really. If I, I'm wondering Manchester if like, he's getting a lot of buzz. It is, but I'm wondering if like Casey's going to be smeared in the same way that Nate Parker was, and it's kind of going to damage his chances, and people are not going to vote for him. That's he's got some like sexual assault, assault accusations, too. not rape, but sexual mm-hmm. assault accusations against mm. him, and it's really yeah. it's really ramping up in terms of the attention it's getting. Oh, I mean, I he's mean, not he's he he got sued. He wasn't oh. he wasn't criminally prosecuted. Okay. And he settled out of court, and the women haven't been talking about it. But of course, with the Oscar buzz, it's come up again. See, it happens to everybody. I mean, if the Oscars are cool, <laughs> uh, <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> yeah. If the Oscars are cool with Mel Gibson, I'm sure they'd be cool with like Casey Affleck. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of a good point. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of a good point because it comes down to the voters uh, no, in the I Academy. Mean, in, there's like, some. To be fair, there's you know the pe- people in Hollywood are not tripping about Woody Allen or Roman Polanski, so yeah, you ha- you make a great point. Yeah. So yeah, if it came to like a, a popular vote, a public vote, then maybe. But Ooh, yeah, it's the academies right. and those people know those other people a lot of the times. Well, not a lot of the times, but some of the times personally. So right. So well, that that brings me into a question then, because let's let's just okay, Vigo with you. Four out of or three out of four of us didn't even know what Captain Fantastic was, right? So we, you know, whatever. Let's say we took him out, or let's say that didn't exist, or fuck it, they all exist. How come? Could you guys have seen with all the hype that it had with Birth of a Nation? Do you guys feel like Nate Parker should have been on that list of leading roles or le- leading actors? I think his performance in Birth of a Nation is probably the best thing in a movie. I agree. Yeah, I would say that. It'd be it would be like Vigo Mortensen, like you just get nominated for best actor, but the rest of the film doesn't go anywhere. Right. So are you guys saying that to say that he should be on the list or he shouldn't be on the list? I don't know about that. And and to be fair, this this is how the Oscars work, and it's a thing that I don't think people get. A lot of times people want their person to win because of their performance, but you have to see what every other actor did before you can make that call. Do I think Nate's performance was good? Yes. Can I say that he should be on this list? I can't say that because the only person whose performance I've seen is Denzel. Great point. No, super and they're competing point. against each other. They're not. Com- they're not competing for what we think is good. And a lot of times, people don't see them all, so right. that's not really fair. Right. I, I think. I think if I would put Nate up there, I would take him out for Andrew Garfield. From, you thought he was better than Andrew Garfield? In yeah, House I definitely. Yeah, definitely. And you've seen, seen all of these except for. I, I haven't true. seen Captain <laughs> Fantastic or Fences. Okay. But I've seen the other ones. They were slacking. Mm. Yeah, we were all kind of slacking this year. We didn't know it was going to be nominated, though, so it's not like... With what? We didn't know what was going to be nominated. We didn't know that these were going to be nominated necessarily. I could have predicted Fences and probably Manchester by the Sea and Hacksaw Ridge. Not Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land. But the other two, I wouldn't have predicted necessarily. Hollywood stacks December and January with all these movies. They do. It's tough to get to all of them sometimes. I'm like, God, there's a movie every weekend that is potentially Oscar worthy. Well, since me and... Martin are the people who go to the movies alone. Yeah. <laughs> you guys go a lot. I get to see yeah. a lot of movies. My movie watching was slack this year. Like my in theater movie watching was really slack. I'll say in theater, yes, yeah. it's slack. I watched a lot of movies, but I didn't go to the theater as much as I normally yeah. do. Piracy King. 
Fun fact, though, <laughs> I didn't even know you guys were doing this, but I just happened to be in the theater when you guys were watching Moonlight. Mm-hmm. So it was funny that when I heard the episode, I was like, I was there. I want to talk to yeah, and you. And look at me now. You felt involved. No. Did you just do a hair flip? Like you, <laughs> you did do a hair sh- flip. Uh, a complete hair flip occurred. Mary it was Tyler like wreck worthy. It really was. Uh, that's pretty funny. All right. Well, on to the actresses in a leading role. We have Isabel uh is it huppert hubert hubert oh she's a new name for l or that a new name to me excuse me i, I don't want to offend anybody isabel uh hubert i'm going to say for l ruth nega for loving natalie portman for jackie emma stone la la land mm. and meryl streep florence foster jenkins once again, I only <laughs> yeah. Only yeah, I'm the, I'm the same boat. I yeah. see I've not one seen movie any of on this whole I list. Seen any of these. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea what yeah. to say. I just I love Emma Stone though. As y'all I love know. Emma Stone yeah. and I love Meryl Streep, but yeah. I, love um, I actually love Natalie Portman. I but love Natalie Portman. I don't. I heard that Loving was no. I'm that's a lie. And nobody I know saw Loving. Yeah, that's yeah. sad because we're from Virginia. Yeah, we're from Virginia. Nobody yeah. I know saw, and they filmed it here and everything. They filmed it here. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think they filmed it in Petersburg. I didn't know that. Now that's something you should tell Dex because Dex is dead set on there was three movies done about Virginia that weren't filmed in Virginia. No, Loving so. was filmed here because Kells. That's on the wall. He auditioned for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that doesn't mean it was filmed here. That it was. Mean the addition. Okay. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Shout out to the three movies that were about Virginia this year: uh, Birth of a Nation, Loving, and Hidden Figures. So, anyway, um, yeah, I, I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> I don't either. think you've seen it. You've seen none of them. On the, uh, I, yo, dog. I only knew three of them existed. I never heard of Ellen Florence Foster Jenkins until until, until uh, yeah. the season came around. So. You know that I, we we're out here calling ourselves kind of movie critics. We ain't seen shit. <laughs> no. We kind of need to brush up on our shit. And honestly, we kind of watch old shit and <laughs> yeah. talk about that. Yeah, we kind of do watch. Oh, that is our land. I watched La La Land because Emma Stone was in it. Okay. Uh-huh. You got a thing for Gingies? Oh man, I have a thing for Emma Stone. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Since she's Superbad. she's actually uh, not of ginger. She's blonde. She's naturally oh, blonde. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. Just want to let you know. Um, yeah, I remember her in Superbad. I remember her that in the zombie movie. And... I like no, I said since Superbad. Like, have you been on her since Superbad or before? I liked that? her in Easy A. Pretty much, no, I was on her from the zombie movie. Whatever the that uh, Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Yeah, oh, I was okay. like, that girl's really hot. Oh, nice. I don't find her attractive at I all. I do. I look at her. I'm just like, I get it. She's an interesting face. I know. That's I, I get like. it. Yeah. I, th- and it, I me, like her, her personality. Yeah, her personality throws her way over the top yeah, for me. Great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she looked amazing in Aloha, even though Aloha is a horrible film. But mm-hmm. she's no, blonde she, here and then. She's a dope. I didn't expect as much like range from her when I first saw her as I've seen like in her thread of films. You know, when well, I mean, my first time seeing her, noticing her was super bad. So you know, anybody that gets kind of like. To me, if you're in the, the, one of those American Pie, super bad type films, like American you're just you're off the comedy, radar. Yeah. yeah, you're just kind of like off the radar. But she's completely, you know, surpassed that, and and she's over, you know, exceeded my expectations for her career. Not that I had any, but well, Jennifer Anderson's career started with Leprechaun, so you never know what somebody's gonna be. That's true. And um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've got some, we've got some good cases of that. There's some, you know what? When you go back and look at some horror movies, there's some funny people that like, yeah, like Halloween. There's some Jamie people, Lee Curtis. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got to get a paycheck. Man. Everybody's got to get a paycheck. 
That is true. So we might as well just go ahead and glaze over this leading actress. I thing. mean, well, we can we can like we can roll the dice and see who we think will win. Fair um, enough, because we can't say who we liked, but we can say who we think will win. Right. I'm I'm gonna yeah. If I had to put my money somewhere, it's I'm gonna put my money on Emma Stone. Really? Yeah. I think that Meryl Streep like people just like giving her Oscars. So I haven't seen it, but. I don't think that it would be a stretch that it might go to Meryl. I can see that. I'm, I'm did just... she win for this movie, a Golden Globe? Oh, you know what? She yeah, did. She did. Yeah, yeah she and did. Meryl probably has it. Yeah, she probably does. Yeah, well, I'm... I heard Natalie Portman and Jackie was like really, really good. She, she Natalie Portman's like great... a beast. <laughs> yeah, she it looked like great casting. I, I think I mentioned Jackie mm-hmm. to y'all, and y'all were like, "Oh, that movie looked like it." So I was like, "Yo, I was genuinely interested. I really do want to see Jackie." That movie didn't look like it sucked necessarily. It has Natalie Portman in it, so I don't expect it to suck. I don't expect her to suck, other than when she's playing Padme Amidala. <clears throat> but um, I I just didn't care. It, it wasn't I'm that it looked you. like I it sucked. Yeah, I just I didn't just, care. Uh, okay, cool, cool story, bro. Dang. <laughs> That's and I, I love Jackie O, like, you know, for what she represented as a fashion icon and, you know, what her husband, the significance of his assassination, all of that. And, you know, the Kennedys and I, but I just didn't care. Right. Buzz wise, I, I heard a lot of buzz of Ruth and I've heard a lot of buzz about uh, Natalie Portman. So, but I, Emma Stone to me doesn't deserve it. I, I'm sure those other women did a much better job than Emma right. Stone. Yeah. Wait, so you watched Fences, right? Yes, I did. So do you think Viola should have been in the uh, Best Actress? Like, does she have enough screen time? She she is a leading actress in that movie. So interestingly enough, I think that that's a weird choice to put her because there's not there's not another lead actress. She's the lead actress in the movie. Yeah. She's the only actress in the movie. There's not. Well, no, the little girl is in it, but. Uh, no, I, I I think that she should have gone into this category. I agree. So was there a story behind her going into the supporting role instead of for the leading? Role? Well, most of most of Fences is Denzel. He is the lead character. He's the principal character. Right. But she, in terms of actresses, she is the lead actress. Because there's not another actress besides a little girl, and she only appears in the third act of the play. Well, no, I mean the I, movie. What I'm saying is, is that because like because she was the lead actress in the film. Shouldn't she have been categorized to potentially be in the actress in a leading role or is she still considered the supporting because she was Well, wasn't I think the- that's Martin's question. And I think that that it's an interesting choice not to put her there. Do I think that she should be there? I do. Right. As, as, as a leading actress. Yes. Mm. I don't understand how they made that choice. Yeah. That's- well, I guess I haven't seen Loving, but from the looks of it, it's like even the movies like La La Land with Emma Stone. I think she actually has more screen time than um, Ryan Gosling. So it looks like all the other movies are basically movies about women, and that's why they get in. Well, I mean, if taking it back to like Monsters Ball, Billy Bob Thornton has way more screen time than Halle Berry in right. that movie, but they didn't say she was a supporting actress. It's weird. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, that's a weird choice, and I'm glad you asked that question because I had not even thought about that. Yeah. Well, to, to me, I thought that there was a story behind that. I thought I heard somebody... You know, it was hearsay. It wasn't like official movie talk, but I, I thought it was something in reference to the possibility of her winning. It, it made more sense to go into the supporting role. Ca- I don't know, dog. That, that you listen. Her, you personally, know, I think she. From the record, yo, it's kind of fucked up though, because it's like in the supporting role, she's going up against two black women, whereas she still would have been against another black woman. Well, yeah, she is going against another black woman. Who, Ruth 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 Negger. Negger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, well, that's cool. That's I'm, what you I'm glad to Oscar see the rep- so white, right? Right. <laughs> that's I'm glad to see the representation. Um, if she wins, that'll be great. Any of those women, if they win, that'll be great. I guess we can move on to that category at yeah, this point. We could, I guess. <laughs> Actress in a supporting role. We have the nominees is Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman on Lion, Octavia Spencer, Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. I admit, I have kind of issues with Naomi Harris being nominated. I have, I have, I have some strong feelings about like being nominated when you have like five minutes in a movie. Yo, she only like, did three days on the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, but I, she fucking killed it though. But I, and it's a I'm, supporting I role. Just, but I think it's way more shows more of your talent and your craft to like really be a character in a movie like three days of work i mean yeah well, she did a great we're job to be fair though they gave it to sly last year for creed and he was in that movie know, for we, five minutes we, no, he was in there for way longer yeah than he was minutes. but he, he, also he was in that it. movie as well he I didn't agree, deserve the nomination i agree but, yeah. maybe that was a bad maybe i walked into that she's one, but, literally in the movie for like maybe 10 minutes 15 minutes so well, was he though well, that's what I'm saying. no he wasn't Yes, Sylvester is in the movie way Sylvester, more than Sylvester well, trained then, him, was yeah. in the corner but, of the fight. Like, come on, okay, stop so, it. Okay, he fair enough. Yeah. I'm thinking about the amount of dialogue he had. <laughs> Do you think uh, Mahershala Ali should be out too then? Ooh, oh. That's an even better argument Let's because he had even less screen time. Yeah, but he fucking killed it too. I I thought You she, think he had less screen time? Yeah, he, he was, was only in the no, first act. He was only in the first act of the movie. She was in all three of that movie. Yeah, that's a really good argument. Look at Martin but, Perry Mason but I Martin. Think, I think screen time. I think he had more screen time. I don't necessarily uh-huh. think so. I think that that because he's in, in a, a good portion of the entire first act. She yeah. she's in the first act several times, and but, she's in the second yeah. act. And I I don't. I also, don't know. I, I also credit your performance and how much it is pertinent to the film. Hers is definitely pertinent. It's to very the film. pertinent, of course, because mm-hmm. she's in the movie. But Ali's role is to me was way bigger of a role than I think hers. it was more impactful. Impactful, and impactful and I think, role, yeah. So okay, to me, to that, fair, that, that to me matters. It matters to the big picture. But that's writing. That doesn't have anything to do with their performance. And when I say his mm, role was more, he did a great job with his role. But what is impactful about his role is what I shared earlier. Mm-hmm. The imagery there, right? And that that's not something you've seen before. Naomi Harris is playing a crackhead. You've seen crackheads before. Right, yeah. She's a damn good crackhead in this movie, mm. though. And when I don't want to reduce her character to a crackhead, right. but there's yeah. there's... A mother's love and addiction and her coping with what she perceives to be something odd about her son. All of that is there. And she might be there for five minutes, but you get all of that in that five minutes. And she killed it. I, I Her performance was great. I'm not saying great. she didn't do a good job. I think she did a great job. But keep it's in mind, it's a supporting role. Yeah, but I mean, I guess what's the definition of supporting role? So I don't know. I don't, I just, uh, clearly, we don't know because we can't figure out Viola Davis. Sometimes I just have strong feelings about people who get nominated and who have very, very little screen time. But did, do you like, agree that she killed it though? I, I, I don't think she killed it, but I, I think, think she, she did. Wow, a, I think I she did a very yeah, good job. I think she was very good. I think she was fitting. I don't think she killed it. We had that talk off camera. Off Ali uh, killed it. Yeah. See, no, he did. Was, she did her job. She did her. Ex- I thought she give was me a great. pound, fist bump, mm. bitch. That's what, that's how I feel. <laughs> was that bitch for me or Corey? It was just kind of. Like a, a rhetorical bitch. It wasn't for anybody. It's just a bitch. You, it was just a bitch you said to the universe. It just laid in the, yeah, the, in the bitch universe. It, it wasn't pointed towards anybody. But I agree with Corey wholeheartedly. I think she showed up and I think she did her job accordingly. But I don't think that she murdered it. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion. Well, that last scene when she's in the rehab and oh, ah, I, I don't know. 
I, we have two different opinions. That's yeah. what it is. Well, I thought she was great. I put. I just put a lot into nominations. I put your performance, the connection to the story. I even <clears throat> connect your previous roles. Like, if you always <clears throat> play crackheads. And then you get nominated. I'm not impressed. She doesn't, she always, doesn't always play, play crackheads. I didn't say that. I meant that okay. meant as an extreme example. I I, I know she doesn't play yeah, crackheads. The first like thing I remember seeing like, her in was um, 28 Days Later. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, but if if you know, like I'm I'm referring to the past where people get nominated and it's like something they've done a million times. Right. And I'm just like, I'm not impressed. I want you to do something different. Right. So I I factor a lot of that in. So with her, I'm with him. It's like it, she didn't kill it to me. I don't. But that that your argument just didn't make any sense just then because you're you're arguing that you don't like to see people do the same thing over and over. And but that doesn't. wasn't the case there. Yeah. I get your whole. She wasn't I'm there not, very no, long. I'm argument. not. I I I will correct this. I wasn't saying that that she falls into that. I was just elaborating on some of the reasons why I choose. What, what you choose. What I choose, yes. Okay, that, that was just a caveat. It has no actual connection to her career. All right. Yeah. Jumping well, yeah. I'll be I'll be honest, like I really like Manchester by the Sea. And I actually love um Michelle Williams' performance. I wanted to win. But for real, she's only in, in like ten minutes of the movie. Mm. So is, is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> I don't, I don't I've heard know. that though that she was only in a yeah, small amount of the movie. She's only in like four scenes or something. But the last she scene she's in, she fucking murders it. But um, I mean, she probably has less Screen less time, time than Mahershala and Naomi here. So, mm. interesting. Huh, so maybe that maybe that's like not like a a real factor in. Mm-hmm. It's just how you, they're qualifying. Do you deserve it? Oscars for five minutes of work? Apparently, the Academy thinks so. Yeah, apparently. Me personally, man, if I had to put my money somewhere or where I would love to put my money at is Viola Davis, man. I I have I wish I just wish she was part of my family. That's how much I love that woman. No, I love her too. Yeah, I think she shows up. I think she mm-hmm. shows up and shows out for every fucking thing she does, man. Even the little bit of screen time she had in that movie Traffic. I think that was her in Traffic. I don't and, remember. Yeah, and she I... she was part of the rehab program, and I think just even she just shows up, man. And the little yes. bit that I have seen of Fences, uh, you know. She came in and, and, I mean, just, I don't know, man. It's just something about her that's so magnetic um, that I really want to put my money on her for, for this for this nomination. I think she's incredibly talented. And um, to go back to what I said about her in a, in a previous episode, she was in Antoine Fisher. She spoke one line mm-hmm. and just her sitting there uncomfortable. And, like, sometimes it's really hard to act when you don't have dialogue. Right. And her mustering up tears to cry in that moment. It, like, she's dope. And that was the first time I remember seeing her. I'm sure I'd seen her before that. But that was the first time I saw her and went, wow. Mm. She's amazing. I did see Fences. She's amazing in that movie. I, you fall in love with her character. And then you hurt for her character. And then you're cheering for her character. Like, she's great. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. Yeah, she's, I, I don't even she's have words, <laughs> right? Which no. is rare because I talk a lot. But <laughs> um, I I haven't seen Hidden Figures. I'm sure Octavia Spence. She's another one that shows up. Nicole Kidman and Lion. I, I don't know. Lion wasn't on my radar until about a month ago, so I don't really have much to say about that. Is that where the, the kid gets lost and gets adopted? And yeah, he gets the Indian like, kid. He goes back. He goes back to family. India to like find his. Because he got on a train like by accident. That's a Dev Patel movie. Yeah. yeah. Dev Patel. Oh, okay. What do you guys think about Dev Patel's career? I think That's he's cool. dope. Mm-hmm. He's cool. He's been shaping up. I mean, you know, I thought he was one hit wonder with the, 
with the whole uh, Slumdog Slum Slum thing. Yeah. Then I started watching him. On, you know, I started watching that show Newsroom, and he was on that, and I was like, oh, I loved him on Newsroom. Yeah. He's in uh, the the Journey Within, I think, The Road Within. It's mm-hmm. a movie about these mental patients with him and Zoe Kravitz and another guy whose name I don't know. But <laughs> it basically they they run away from a mental institution. He's very like neurotic and like a germaphobe. He's great in that one too. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. mm-hmm. that one's on Netflix. What's what's that called again? The road within. The road within. I have to. I have to. I have to go mark that one on my Netflix and rearrange the whole algorithm <laughs> for, yeah. for movies that obviously start showing up on my I should fucking watch profile. But um, okay. So supporting role. We. It just right. sounds like a lot of these people have uh s- small roles. Uh, well, we said Michelle Williams, Naomi Harris, and oh, that's all we said. That has small roles. Because we haven't watched all the movies. Yeah, because we haven't watched all the movies. <laughs> part-time, part-time movie critics. You should go an actor. We talked to actress well, and supporting yeah, role. Yeah, actor and supporting role. Now here, now, now we're talking, man, because um, I think I, I think me and you Martin. You already know what this is. Me and Martin are on the same page with this one, man. Mahershala I'll... Ali, yep. Moonlight. All day. Oh, yeah, all same. Day. I'm Jeff there. Jeff Bridges, Hell or High Water. Luke, uh, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel, Lion. Michael Shannon, Nocturnal I Animals. really want to see Nocturnal me Animals. Me too, man. I'll see it. If you run across it, let me know, bro. It was at the I will. Dome. I'll let you know if I run across <laughs> it in my travels. If you yeah. run across it at the yeah, I just AMC. Watched, I just you watched. said it was at the Narrow? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, was it at the Narrow? It was. Oh, like, fucking shit. I was going to see it, but then I didn't. Well, I, told you, I had watched Tom Ford's first movie recently mm-hmm. and really liked it. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited to see what else he makes. That one was what the the immigrant? No, 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 no. Uh, a oh, single man. A single man. I yeah, watched that because you man said watch it. That was that was that movie made me like really uncomfortable. Not because of the subject matter, but like mm-hmm. I just felt like something bad was going to happen the entire time. Did mm-hmm. you experience that too? No, not really. Oh, that's how it made me. I just good. liked it. I just thought it was a. Interesting film. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like the title too, Nocturnal Animals. It just it just insinuates something, you know, something mm-hmm. thrillerish, crimeish, it, sort of like under seedy techno. You know, I don't know. I will say this. I mean, have you seen a single man? No, I haven't and seen you it. haven't seen no. a single man. All right, we'll talk off camera because I'm gonna spare them. Like I, I see, there's a, 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 there's a feeling. And I can only explain it with by ruining it. So it's one gotcha. of those we'll things. talk about yeah. it after. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my money, my money. So oh, take all my money, Mahershal Ali. I hope you get it. Yeah, uh, that that dude, man, that dude to me over the past year has just been uh, everything he does is and, and been touching. He's been bringing life to it. His presence is extreme. Like his presence just brings life to a project man like i don't i don't know how i'm gonna do season two of uh, luke cage without him to be perfectly honest like he's what kept me engaged into it and then you know yeah it kind of got whacked once he kind of did yeah yeah it kind of did it was anticlimactic I, I felt like that should have been like the climax of the story and right. not in the middle of it and i tend to agree that show was so black it was just so black i like, love it i turned it on like you know i'm all about <laughs> black love and black imagery and right. so like Luke Cage was full of that and it tur- it like bombarded me like I wasn't even catching it all I was like it's too much too much <laughs> <laughs> I love it man. Didn't, didn't, didn't like Wu-Tang is like on the intro and nah 
or something like. Isn't there like you a bunch of Wu Tang? No, I thought well, there was a ton of Wu Tang references. <laughs> they, I mean, there are Wu Tang yeah. references. Thank you, Martin, for taking my question seriously. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, but they're not on the intro song. Like, okay. It's just it, it, there's a lot of hip hop references. Yeah. There's like, hip hop references. There's Black History references. There's yeah. there's current events references. Right. Like it's black as hell. I just remember. Yeah, I remember someone telling me it's like the blackest black show. Yeah, like, <laughs> in, I, in recent times. I think all the episode names are after like gangstar songs. Yeah, right? gangstar songs. Oh, yeah, wow, that's that. very black. Yeah. <laughs> very black. There's there's an episode where Luke Cage runs into Method Man, and they're like they're both in all, they're both fans of each other. So Luke Cage is like yo, and Method Man's like yo, and Method Man kind of helps him escape a bad situation. It's pretty it's pretty dope. I wonder if is there like a white executive who didn't get any of this and just rolled with it? Probably. They were talking about like Kwanzaa principles in front of yeah. pictures of Biggie. It was like a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I just, I mean, I listened to a little bit of Gangstar in my previous life, and uh, I like, is there like above the clouds uh-huh. episode or? I, I just that feels like something that would get past a, a typical white executive. I think that that would get did. past yeah. a lot of millennial black people. So yeah. oh, very right. much, all right, there very you go. much. Because I think the guy who was behind it was a Chio Hadari Coker. Yeah, yeah, and he's like a hip hop historian. You know, I, I know he you know has a lot. To, well, I I don't really know all of his history, but I know he's very deeply rooted in hip hop, and you know was around. I think he was instrumental in the Biggie movie getting made, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Notorious movie. He's very hip-hop. like. Fun so. fact, my ex is in that movie, and I, Biggie's my favorite rapper, and he's my least favorite ex. Pissed me off royally. Interesting. Anyway. Oh, if I make a TV show, I'm naming him after Onyx songs. Oh, <laughs> Shut him down. <laughs> Shut him down, 98. That's Slam. funny. Well, I'm a though, man. Yeah, his career has been crazy. Jeff Bridges, honestly, like I said, I hated the movie Hell or High Water, but Jeff Bridges really was phenomenal in that film. You know, like him and... and um. Uh, ben Foster, man, they showed up, man, and so yeah, I, I always liked Ben Foster. Oh yeah, yeah, no, you ben, always talk about Ben, ben Foster. He's a great actor in really terrible films. Yeah, he, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're very, very right, man. He, he just brings a very, like, he brings a very mysterious quality to a lot of his shit. Just a very real morsel. I don't, I'd, I'd be scared to hear his backstory in life because he really grasps onto like, like these criminals really well, you know. Um, but so I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Jeff Bridges walked away because. His role was really good in, in so, that film. So, interestingly enough, Dev Patel is on the poster for Lion, is he not? He's, he is. He's, okay, mm-hmm. why is he in a supporting role here, too? This All is right weird. Because he's the star? He's the bankable star? That's but no, crazy. they're he's nominating him for a supporting role. role. I know, but I meant he's the... He's the bankable star. Is he the star of the film, though? I don't know. I, but I thought he was. That's what the, I would think yeah. if I saw him on the poster. Is he, yeah, is he top build? Like, let's, let's pull this up on IMDb. Like, is, is he, like... It's so yeah, that's that's just very weird, man. I, to me, that's I, I chopped that into marketing. Like you know, if you had to pick, did who you, you see it though? I didn't see it. You mean the poster or the movie? The movie. No, I haven't seen it. Why would I continually lie? I haven't seen it. You asked me like four times. <laughs> I know, but like to be fair, like you're saying you think it's marketing, but we don't really know. Yeah, we don't really. I mean, he's on the cover of the movie, dog. I know, but what I'm saying is like. I would say if you had to pick a star that would motivate people to go see the movie, I'd pick Dev Patel. But then why would he be a supporting role? Why wouldn't he be the leading oh, actor? Well That's then, what we're saying. No, the, I get it. He in the film, draw, he, yeah. he might be a supporting actor. But you're getting on the poster because you're the bankable star. Well, Kidman's a bankable star too. Wasn't she in it? I could yeah, see that, in, but she's not. And Rooney Mara is in it. Yeah. And she's pretty bankable, I think. Well, someone had to pick. <laughs> someone had to get picked. 
but put the if, brown okay, person so, on the poster. So no, here, here's the thing. Here, here we go. Let's read. Let's read the uh, the, synopsis. the synopsis. A five-year-old Indian boy gets lost on the streets of Calcutta, thousands of kilometers from home. He survives many challenges before being adopted by a couple in Australia. Twenty-five years later, he sets out to find his lost family. So Nicole Kidman's playing an Australian again. Well, she's Australian, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I think she's just playing her, you know, yeah. natural dialect here. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it so it's like either, he's the he's the lead yeah, role. Yeah, it says he That's a lot so in the synopsis. Well, it's either him or the five year old boy is the leading actor. Maybe. The, the oh, that might power. be it. Well, but I mean, I can't imagine. Maybe I just can't imagine the movie being ninety percent or sixty. Maybe he's only got ten minutes of screen kid. time. So like, to be fair, that makes that makes sense. If it's mostly about the five year old and not the adult version, yeah. which is Dev Patel, then he would be a supporting actor. Well, but I wouldn't put the five year old on the poster either. To Corey's point, so right. I could see that going either way. But who do you call them? This because or if this, if, let's just say, all right, the movie's an hour and 58 minutes so let's say one hour is five-year-old kid one hour is dev patel then how do you flip that ratio who do you say is the main actor in that i don't get to make the rules yeah it's just no but I'm, it's I'm, interesting it's though. just very interesting yeah it's, it's an interesting choice you know it seems like there's a there has to be a reason behind that um and i i just don't know anyway that's just a really good question though michael shannon and if i had a couple of um runner-ups for our you know for actors we love to hate he'd be kind of in mind really michael Sham. michael sham is he um, plays the same guy every fucking time i don't really care about him he's, he's very stoic and not very interesting to me yeah. he looks evil as fuck though yeah it's all he looks as evil and so when he plays like a non-evil person it's just if one it feels weird as shit you know and it, it, he just always plays the same fucking authoritative pointed in the ice man movie he played the CIA guy who was no he he played the hitman he the hitman yeah, yeah. yeah. hey fuck that up I ain't gonna say fuck I saw it him up, in um, midnight special and he wasn't a bad guy in that one but he is still very like ominous yeah his presence is still very ominous it's like he's he, weird looking and he had, he's stoic it's, so yeah, yeah he doesn't smile like mm-hmm. you know so that's he kind of yo I don't think I've ever seen him smile yeah, he does Kanye would, better than Kanye no dog it would be weird if you saw him smile that's the thing that's what I'm trying to say like he's he just it's just the same shit. And then it's just a different name and a different job title that he's doing, and then that's the end. Credits, credits roll, and now I he's don't best supporting him actor. Before um, Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, so for this category, actor and supporting role, who's everybody's money on? Oh, Ali, all day, Herschel. Well, I don't know if my money's on him, but that's who I want to that's, win. Okay, okay, maybe that's yeah. what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I, I want him to win. I, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I think he needs like a leading role, and if he gets an Oscar, he definitely gonna get like to do whatever he wants. I, honestly, though, I'm I'm kind of scared for leading role. No, I want him in a leading role, but I don't know that that's going to yeah. pan out that way for him. I, I used to think about the way that that happened for Jamie Foxx and Adrian Brody. Oh my God, Adrian Brody. Yeah, I, uh, honestly, yeah. when I'm really thinking about it, I, I I think he needs to stew a little bit more before a leading role, man, because because. I don't know. It's it, it has to be the right role. You understand what I'm saying? Like I can see him getting a leading role and it really and really fucking it up because he he's very good at coming in and act, adding these accents and like leaving his mark on a film that I feel like if we had an entire film where we were concentrated on him, it would sort of it would it would saturate that quality. 
It would, yeah, you feel like it would become like very unspecial. It would, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm very scared about that. So I think if he's going to do a leading actor role, he really needs to take his time and, you know, I mean, not, you know, I'm not his agent. I don't know what he should do, but that's just me as a consumer. I really don't want to see him take one and it ruins that special thing about Mahershala Ali. It's funny you say that because. And we were talking about Adrian Brody. There's a great article online about basically the the downfall of Adrian Brody, and it I starts it starts with winning the Oscar. So the last one I wanted to discuss was best cinematography, because Bradley, yeah. oh man, yeah. I knew where this was going. Oh man, based oh, on man. the films I've seen, I'd, I'd go with Arrival. Oh, man. I heard I, Silence is very good as well. The uh, cinematography, All right. I want to see Silence, but it only plays at like nine thirty at night around here. Like this, uh, literally. Like, I have the ability to watch it if you would like to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. AMC like, over yeah, if, if you would like yeah. to, I can help you out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Brad, Bradford, young man. I, I think I just, I just really like that he has um, a mantra behind his imagery. I really feel like he has a style, um, a very recognizable style. Um, I've seen him work his way up the chain of, of, you know, independent films. And, you know, now we're talking about we're going into the realm of blockbuster to a Han Solo film, which is probably the highest of, you know, that you can possibly get. So just because of this brother has put in the groundwork, which I'm sure I don't want to take anything away. I mean, James Laxton shot, uh, you know, Mel- Medicine for Melancholy for, you know, for Barry, uh, Jenkins. For Barry Jenkins. So I'm I'm sure everybody on this list put in their groundwork and this list is arrival bradford young la la land uh linus sandgren lion uh greg i'm just gonna say greg frazier uh, moonlight james laxton and silence uh rodrigo prieto um i'm pretty sure everybody put in their groundwork but just to see bradford's growth man like i'm i'm just so proud of this dude man he reminds me of keon that's the funny part ah funny enough <laughs> friend of the show keon yeah. shout out my main man keon yeah ironically I, I i don't see what people see in the cinematography of moonlight though a lot of people i thought see, that was beautifully yeah. shot I it was decent thought it was decent i didn't everybody a few people have said like oh my god the cinematography i thought it was just kind of regular cinematography it didn't like amaze me it was professionally done but it didn't amaze me in any means i thought the color grading in it was really Mm -hmm. was really distinct was Mm -hmm. really like had you know had had a distinct feel to it um you know very like very i don't know i felt very vibrant but it was still Mm -hmm. a little like washed out and yeah you know it just it just did very well to express the feel of uh of Miami to me. I liked Arrival. Arrival's kind of a movie I would shoot, I feel. Shallow depth of field, handheld, muted colors, good stuff. Mm. What about you? What did you have any opinions? I mean, I'm not the filmmaker here. Um, but what about you, Martin? All of y'all are filmmakers except for me. Um, cinematography, I think you gotta talk about La La Land. Like a lot of those uh, long takes were just beautiful. Like especially like the first act. Um but me, if I had to choose like as far as cinematography that I really loved, it was probably like Moonlight. Mm. Just like like you said, the color grading for the most part. Yeah, color grading was intense. It really drew you in. And then and then every I think every act had like a different feel to it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, the first act was like these aqua colors, and then the second act was 
when they're on I'm the trying. beach in yeah. the second act. That's amazing. Right. I will say that 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 was impressive. Mm. That 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 was rather yeah. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that man because Bradford Young, I, I'm a champion for that young man. If anyone out there knows Bradford Young and could possibly get him to make an appearance on the show, Please. I'm sure that would make Treasy's life oh. like. Please, he could lay down and die after that, probably. <laughs> Not after that, but that's that gets me closer. That's off the bucket list. Yeah, no, for sure. Bradford Young, if you happen to listen to this. I'm not your number one fan. I'm sure there's somebody out there that's a number one, but I'm a, I'm a close second. I'm definitely a close second. I champion you, young man. I champion you. So, any, anything else you guys want to talk about on this on this Oscar list? No. Um, I'm just really wanna, excited to see who wins. Yeah. You want to talk about like a snub? Like any of y'all got snubs? I mean, well, mm. I think it's pretty obvious. Birth of a Nation got snubbed. Yeah, it did. But I, I'm, I'll, you know, listen, man. And I I'm was, not mad at what's there, though. I, if if what was there was garbage, mm. then I would feel a way about it. But it's not garbage, so I don't I'm feel a way. Happy that the list is good stuff. Right. There's nothing on the list that's like, eh, what the hell? Well, well Ridge, I'm kind of mad the Handmaiden <laughs> didn't make um the foreign films. Oh. It didn't make foreign films, huh? Yeah. We right there. Was it a was it a late entry or no? It came out. Mm. Was there a lot of English in it? There's like no <laughs> no, English no English in it okay. whatsoever. It's just Japanese and Korean. Wow. Yeah. No. That that is a pretty. That is. Do you I, know I, if it's done well in its own market? I'm sure it has, but it's like it's a. Chan Wu Park movie though, so it's like kind of hard. I mean, kind of a genre film, and those don't usually get like, and especially like when it comes to foreign films. Even though, uh, what was it? The Grandmaster got in. And that's kind of like a kung fu flick mm. a few years ago. Mm-hmm. But I could see why, like, because it's very sexual. It's very like dark humor, crude mm-hmm. type of movie. But still, it had a buzz in America. So it did. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I, for some reason, I was thinking maybe it wasn't. It, it just didn't make it in time. But I mean, I hadn't heard of it. oh the salesman. I heard of the salesman. I'm sure old boy didn't win any Oscars too. So right, I but, but, get it. But old boy seemed a little different. This seemed like it had the quality. You know, when you watch a film, sometimes you know, like, okay, this is Academy Award quality. Like, yeah. it just has that thread. It felt like Handmaiden seemed like it had that, it had that texture to be an uh, an Oscar worthy, nominee. Yeah. yeah. So, but but having not seen it, that's just going off of <laughs> the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Like, the trailer looks great. Yeah, I feel like I feel like over time I, I've become really good at identifying trailers. Though, like, is this going to be at least you know. Uh, worthy of watching documentaries we you know i saw that um no i'm sorry yeah documentary features i saw that uh 13th made it and oj made in america yeah, also that was actually i'm not your negro wow right no life animated and fire at sea yeah. couldn't tell you Right. I've seen 13 13th is amazing 13th you saw 13th didn't you Corey? yes we had to talk about that oj made in america was dope too I didn't watch OJ yet, but it's it's considerably longer than 13. So, (laughs) yeah, I I do want to see I Am Not Your Negro um, because, you know, why wouldn't I want to watch a documentary (laughs) about James Baldwin? Hello. Right. Right. So shoot, guys, man. But, you know, what about director? You want to touch on that for a quick second? That's usually pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So best in directing. We've got Arrival, Denny Villanueva. We've got Hacksaw Ridge from, with Mel Gibson, La La Land, Damien Chazelle, uh, Manchester by the Sea, Kenneth uh, uh, Lonergan, is it? Looks like Lonergan. Yeah, Lonergan and Moonlight, Barry Jenkins. 
Did, and I hope I didn't butcher Damien's last name there, man. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm gonna go with Diddy? go with the rival. Yeah, I just I, I I love his films. I've loved all of his films. He has he's brought some things to subject matters that I think I just haven't seen in other. You know what I mean? Like the tone, the style. Like it just I, I loved Prisoners. I love Sicario. They're just amazing films, and they had this very unique thing that I it just engaged me. I was just like, "There's something about this. I need to keep watching." Absolutely. So, I love it. I love his films. Yeah. So I, you know, Moonlight's cool. I like what they did, but Dennis, Denise, whatever, you, however, Denny. You, Denny, 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 Denny is is just his movies are great, yeah. and uh, I think he deserves it. Yeah. I definitely. Um think he would deserve it as well mm. i really enjoyed arrival but i wouldn't be mad at moonlight one no, i wouldn't be mad either it's a good film yeah but i would be kind of yeah. mad if la la well i don't know la la land i just yeah if, if it won i would be mad if hacksaw ridge won up i'd be mad at, <laughs> i, I, I yeah. still stand at la la land wasn't that good it wasn't I mean, that it was, good it was a great movie going experience to me but it wasn't like it shouldn't win a whole bunch of awards. No, it's cool. It's got some cool stuff about it, you know. Some takes, some music, some singing, some dancing. But right, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm with you. I mean, Denis. I, this one's hard for me because I because Arrival was my shit, and Denis is becoming my new favorite contemporary director. But you know, Moonlight, man. I th- I think Barry Jenkins really hit. He really did something that we don't really see in black cinema, you know, and not saying that that has to qualify him, but I think he took a story. But it's something different. It's It's, something different. It's not a slave movie. Yeah. I think that the subject matter, um, I hope I'm not ruining Moonlight for anyone, but I think that, and just to piggyback off of what something you said, that movie being about intimacy and masculinity and, and the ways that we think about those things the 90 seconds in the movie of, you know, a homosexual act, I shouldn't, don't think should take away from that. And that's my right. fear. I fear that if it wins, like that will be the conversation um, culturally in the black community that, oh, you this movie won because the degradation right. of the black man. That's the thing I don't want to hear about. But I, but I thought that was an amazing movie. And, and it is, it is a subject matter that we don't often tackle, but right. I think it's, it's a subject matter that some people find objectionable. So it should be interesting if it does win to see what people say. Yeah. You know, what's, you know what? I hate saying this, man, but I, I, I'm, I'm, it's kind of hard to please black people, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's like, it like for us, man, it's like. Corey didn't do, say it. He's not even know. smiling. Yeah. I, I did. I had a smirk. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you know, pursed your lips. Corey, That's you not a quali- smirk. In the words of Beanie Siegel, Corey, you're not qualified to talk about this subject. <laughs> you ain't qualified. All right. Turn my mic off. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Let's go ahead and. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, yeah. but <laughs> you just like, we like we, we made eye contact, both looked at Corey. Corey's lips are pursed. <laughs> like, well, I want to say something. Yeah, man. Uh, like, I mean, we're, we're just going to, we're going to be mad if we're in the Oscars, we're going to be mad if we're not in the Oscars. We're going to be mad if we're in the Oscars going against each other. We're going to be mad if a gay film gets it. We're going to get, you know, it's, we're going to be mad, man. I don't so. think of it, but see, that's the thing. I don't think of it as a gay film, but I think that a lot of people do. Just reading through like Facebook comments on any of their posts for the film, like I'm seeing that. They're like, why are you glorifying this in the black community? And I'm like, y'all haven't even seen this movie. This movie's really right. dope. And I think the fact that Birth of a Nation got snubbed and Moonlight is getting so much attention. Especially, I don't think a lot of people saw it, if I'm being honest. But I just think that that's not going to go over well in the black community. It'll be interesting to watch. I think that it's deserving of all of all of the accolades that it's getting. Absolutely, but, but that's because I've seen it. Yeah, absolutely. I know. I totally agree. And uh, and I, I mean, I I do think that the film is about. I, I I mean, you know, I 
you know, we've had this conversation. I do think Chiron was homosexual, but I don't. It, yeah. I don't. Well, I, I won't say that I don't. I don't know that. Right. I don't know that. But yeah. that's that's me looking at it through the lens I'm looking at it through, and you looking at it through the lens that you look right, at it through. Right, right. But uh, but but I think we can agree that that wasn't. That's not what the film was about. Absolutely, you that's not what, what it's about. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's about coming of age and and, and masculinity and and blackmail intimacy and yeah and some it. themes that that are that are needed. I just think that that I don't want to say that. Um, and see, you know what we did talk about. I don't necessarily know that he was gay, right? In this, not in the traditional sense of I, that he's born a certain way. I think a lot of people put on him that he was a certain way, and, right. and he may he wasn't even sure at the point where it first comes up, and he's like, "Mom, well, what's a faggot?" Like right. he didn't even know what that meant. He just knew that that's what he was being called, and I think he was so starved for love yeah. and attention and intimacy and he and interestingly enough he got it for the first time from a man yeah. um, and I'm not even talking about you know him experimenting with a boy I'm talking about Mahershala Ali Mahershala, yeah, so um, yep. it, it doesn't seem strange to me that he would be accepting of romantic advances you know from a man based on that but I don't necessarily think that he said he never let anyone else touch him after that so yeah. I don't I don't necessarily think that he was gay right i, I, I don't know, i don't know your, your argument's compelling i mean i i mean i think because but i, but I can see how you would think that and yeah. and we're not in the headspace of the character to be able to say that right, so right to, to say that he's attracted to other men like i don't know but knowing that the screenwriter or the guy who wrote the play was you know he's he's homosexual i'm i'm, I'm willing to put my money that the character was sort of a and, an, and you an, might be an, right you know, i don't know I, we have if, if anyone wants to have barry jenkins on the show we can do that too <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely please. Barry interesting jenkins, argument i mean pretty please. to debate is it do you like men or do you only like this particular guy? and that's what i'm right. saying because kevin the you know the character that he has his experience with is the only other person that's nice to him and right. it's mm -hmm. a boy so right do you think kevin was gay i think kevin was nasty <laughs> Kevin was on a DL. That's me not being sex positive. I'm sorry, but I think Kevin was nasty. He, was, he seemed like he was on a DL with it. I don't know if he was on the DL just as much as he just really liked sex a lot. Well, he had a kid and a wife. And then he had a kid, but he wasn't he wasn't or not married a wife. to her. Yeah, yeah, I'm he sorry. had a kid, yeah. but he if you notice when he's a teenager, he has a girl that he's sleeping with too. So like I just think he was getting it where he could get it. He was, and, a, he was yeah. a double dip. But I think I think that maybe he may have been. See, Kevin's more complex because Kevin seemed to be in love with Chiron and not lacking for affection. So right. I think, and I think maybe that's on purpose. Mm, could be. And regardless, I love the character, but yeah, but I thought Kevin was a shit. I didn't like him. Mm, that's, <laughs> but, for, that's for another episode. Yeah, I have my opinions. Uh. <laughs> About every damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we can all agree this year we can't talk about Oscars so white. It's Absolutely a, it's not. Officially, it's officially over. And I and I said I wanted to touch on this. And this is going to be the last thing I talk about personally. Whatever you guys want to say after this episode, I want to officially go on record. The whole Oscars so white, I felt like Jada Pinkett talking about that. It made me so mad because, well, not so mad. Like I didn't have like a, a huge conviction about it. But I feel like you are in the ultimate position to change the narrative. So to be at the beck and call or at the, you know, at the front door of Oscars talking about, you know, make it more diverse. You know, 
Well, what she actually said was don't don't beg for recognition in that community because it diminishes your dignity. That's what she actually said. Oh, I see. I missed that part of the speech. That, let me, let that, me apologize. That's then. what she actually said. She said if we're she said, you know, let us do us, let us create our own roads. That's what she said. Right. But but people were saying it, it was it was kind of like a thumb in the nose at the of right. the thumbing of the nose at the Oscars, but it was she said, Don't diminish yourself to beg for recognition. Right. And she said, Make your own way. And I think that her being in the unique position that everyone I didn't watch Concussion. I don't know if Will Smith was good in it. I've heard that He was he, actually really good in it. I, I don't know. I heard that the movie wasn't that great, but I haven't seen it. So I don't I don't really have an opinion. But people felt like she came out against the Oscars because he was snubbed. And I don't necessarily what she said was not uncharacteristic of what I would imagine she would say regardless. Right. But the timing of him not getting nominated made it suspect for people. I, I can see that. I mean, I, I thought concussion was actually really good and well, it was, it was, it was very entertaining. It was very insightful. And I think Will Smith did his thing in that film. I, you know, I don't think it was Oscar worthy performance, but well, fair enough. I, I mean, they apparently thing. needed to the Academy, but, but realistically, I, I don't care what her motivation was. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is, I have you don't a, think I'm, that that's a good message, though, to tell people not to beg for recognition? Oh, no, no. That's a great message. Okay. No, no, that's a great message. But I think what's even a bigger message is you are in a position to change that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, I, like, like I'm getting to this I'm getting to this point in life where it's like I'm tired of people complaining about shit that they can do something about. That's fair. You know, and I feel like that she has the ability to do something about it. Do you have your ear to the grindstone finding people like Barry Jenkins, like, you know, uh, like Nate Parker, who are putting together their struggling to put together financing to make a movie? And to be fair, there's probably a million more where those people came from. Right. And it's are you are do you have your ear to the grindstone for that or are you part of the people they talk about that say you shouldn't make this film you know unless you have like a you know giving you all the these commercial success exactly as opposed to the art so that's like, fair that's fair that's very fair Treasy yeah and 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 that's how I felt about it and I you know I, I at the time I don't really outside of Instagram I don't have a platform to say that but I'm saying that now because that's that's so how I feel like I'm t- these people that have the ability to change the narrative step the fuck up. And stop, stop, stop marching like you, you can't do something like take action and take people off the streets that are that are really vying for this attention and putting, you know, mortgage in their house, you know, putting taking out second mortgages on their houses or Give maxing up their credit. Back them credit. Up. Yeah. Right. Back them the fuck up. Your husband is the most bankable star in Hollywood. Okay, so you, and, but you, he's in shitty M Night Shyamalan movies. Yeah, but still, <laughs> but I mean, no, but the, I mean that makes your point. I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. Um, I don't think that the argument necessarily um, of Oscar so white is bullshit. But what I do think, um, and I, you know, we talked about this before too. Mm-hmm. I think that Viola Davis's point is that the thing that's separating people from the recognition is not that their ability, it's their opportunity. And so I think this year there was more opportunity. There was more art that wasn't subpar featuring people of color. And so people of color can get the recognition when the opportunity is there. So that that is what we need, which also serves to your point. People need to create inroads for other people to make art. Right. That was my, sorry, but that was my gripe was that I was conflicted with 2015 because I was like, there weren't any good films to me, they're worthy of a nomination. With but, people, of color. Oh, I, people of color. I agree. But I agree with you that there should be more opportunities, which is obviously a problem in itself. Right. So if if it had happened this year, 
I would have been like, yeah, Oscar's so white. Because there's, there's there's a ton I mean, of examples. I mean, the Oscars were really white, but yeah. they were really white because there weren't there yeah, weren't any exactly. any films of of Oscar worthy, uh, you know, and, recognition. And I'm glad opinion, that yeah. the year after Oscar so white. There weren't a bunch of like sympathy awards. Absolutely, like, I'm, if, yeah, I'm, that's what I didn't want to see. Is I didn't like, want that either. Like, why are, don't give an awards to give it? Like, the films nominated this year genuinely deserve it. Yeah. But I feel okay. like if Moonlight wins, that is what people are going to say. Right. Uh, I shit you that's, not. That is what I feel like I, people are yeah, going to, to say. Me that's terrible. Yeah, I think it's terrible it, too because yeah. it's great. But I feel like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I I can see that. I can see that. And, I mean it. I think it's you know it's gonna if it doesn't win it's gonna be a problem if it does we're win, it's hard to be please like you said yeah, yeah we're just I mean and, and not just you know yeah well us. that's because we're not a monolith and I think people get confused about that right. there's there's we're no one black opinion exactly and so you know even even though we agree we agree for different reasons right. so yeah. I think we need people need to get away with that there's like no spokesperson for black people and we're not a hive mind right and and yeah so you know. So for people like Jada Pinkett Smith, even though I do, you know, if that was part of her thing was, you know, don't look to the, don't look to Hollywood or for approval, for approval. I, I totally agree with that, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, my caveat to that would be step the fuck up, man. I know you've done a lot you, and I'm not discrediting what you've done, but it, they gave we, us there's a black more Annie. work. They did. There's but, a whole generation of kids who don't even know Annie was white. Right. That's real. No, that's, that's why I should. I'm not taking away well, from what you've done. Well, don't get me wrong. Done. I like white Annie better. Sorry. <laughs> right. Don't write me hate mail. But- We've had these talks, though, and in, in we probably will in the future episode that we, we won't mention. But, you know, I, I agree. Like, step it up. Like, I mean, you know, the Medea films and things like that. It's like, that's what you want to make? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, right. Well, don't get me we wrong. Ch- those movies make money. Yeah. They do. And what I would like to see Tyler Perry do is what he did for Lee Daniels. I know people hate Precious. That's fine. But I, I think that... Precious was a, a solid film. I think it was a solid mm-hmm. film. And I think that but people just didn't like the subject matter. Um, but yeah, the, you guys but are those hard sto- to please, man. <laughs> yes, we are. But I, th- I, thought, I thought Precious was a solid film, but people did not... Black people don't like to see black people winning awards when they're not reflecting positively. I think that the images need to be balanced. And I think this year they are. Right. They are. Very um, and that's what we want. So that's great. But you know what he did with Lee Daniels and giving him some money to make precious, I think mm-hmm. is dope. And I would like to see him do that for more people. I'd like okay. to see him take, he can make as many boo Medea Halloweens as he wants. If he's giving those platforms right. to other people, I would, I would, I just don't like what he does. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yep. And I just don't see it. That's what I do. But see, that's a double-edged sword, though, right? There are several powerful people of color in Hollywood. I I agree. There's nothing coming out. I, I, well, no, there there is, though. There's we got this year. But to this, the, oh, yeah. We 2016. Got, <laughs> all, all up to 2016. And we got to keep it going. But the yeah. thing is, do do I go see Tyler Perry? No. But I could make the argument, just like we were talking about Birth of a Nation, if we want, to, if we want him to create those opportunities for people to be better than him, then we have to support him. Right. That's he doesn't have the money if we don't give it to him. So mm, you can't have yeah. it both ways. You can't tell him do better and then not give him money to do better. Right. That's very true. But I don't have an opinion if you don't go see it, because I don't go see your shit either. But yeah. if he makes something I'm interested in, I think the last thing that he made that I was interested in was for Color Girls. And I, I actually enjoyed that. He sucked all the joy out of that story, but <laughs> I enjoyed for Color Girls. I'd love right. to see the numbers on a lot of that, you know, that because that would be an interesting discussion is that at the end of the day, I mean, the movie has to make money mm-hmm. in some fashion. So I tell you what, uh, anytime. Where, how do you, if people 
don't see the movie, then that can be discouraging. But we don't want to take away his ability to, because to be fair, Tyler Perry employs a lot of people. There's a lot of black people working because of Tyler Perry. So I don't, I don't want to say like, we're going to shit on him completely because if, if he crashes and burns, it's not just him. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget that we are on... uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have more to say, Martin? I I do want to say one thing. I really want um, Lin-Manuel Miranda to get a EGOT. That's like the uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Uh, He might be the youngest person to get it, I think. Who? What would he be winning the Oscar Uh, for? uh, Moana. Moana. Okay. Mm. Oh, he's nominated. Oh, dope. Yeah. I saw Hamilton last year. It was amazing. Go right. my well. Okay. We want that for you too. Yeah. I think that's dope. Well, let's put that in the universe, man. Um, so kind of movie critics, guys. We are uh, on social media on Instagram and Facebook, kind of movie critics. Uh, Twitter is kind of movie crits. That's C R I T S. And um, subscribe to us on. Well, you're listening to us already, so you're probably already subscribed. Hopefully, but tell if a friend. Not, tell a friend. Yeah, if not, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their other friend. That we are on iTunes, Google Play, and on SoundCloud. And we need some comments coming in, guys. Comment. You know, review us. Let us know if we're shitty or not, man. You know, I think we're cool. Give us some ideas, something they want to talk about, too. Yeah, let let us know what you want to hear about. Because we have ideas, but ultimately, we don't want to bore you. So let us know what's interesting to you. Right, absolutely. Well said, Leezy. So we're signing out. Thank you for listening, guys. And uh, remember, we call ourselves Kind of Movie Critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people who like to watch movies. This has been an On Ear Network production.